You're listening to the New Old Heads podcast, shot live every Tuesday at twitch.tv slash newoldheads and released every Thursday at noon via bringingdowntheband.com. The show is brought to you by Coleman Dental, Printfinity, Indie CD and Vinyl, and Sun King Brewery. Support the show directly by becoming a member at patreon.com slash newoldheads. You are now tuned in to the New Old Heads podcast. I am Major 7th. The entire crew is here starting off with my man Longevity. How are you, sir? Doing great, man. Thanks for asking. <laughs> I started my Kanye West haircut, but I didn't finish it. I see you. You, yours is. You need more patches, though. You. you I was gonna try to carve a leaf into the top of it. Oh, and then, but I didn't. I mean, it's cool. Yeah. Be yeah. be great now. Be a genius. I can see the doves, though. Okay. Yeah. So it's crispy though. Getting there. Yeah, it's crispy though. Well, thanks. <laughs> my man Jay Moore is in the building. What's happening? Uh, not too much. You know, blessed and highly vaccinated. Um. I uh, I can't do the uh, the Kanye West haircut. No, yeah, I, already, I can't yeah, pull home. it off. I mean, you know, if you let it grow I mean, in, it might grow yeah, in. Yeah, maybe if yeah, cut. if I don't. It, it, I mean, low key, he can't even pull it off. So yeah, so I mean, <laughs> first of all, let's be clear, clear: that haircut is a cry for help. Yeah. Well, we'll you know, we'll talk about yeah, it. We'll get to it. Oh man, DJ J Div, what's happening, man? Salutations. How you doing? I'm good. My hairline is intact. Oh, I don't have any, any patches. Yeah. I do not have a Britney Spears haircut. Okay. Uh, you feel good all about is that? good in the world. Yeah. Shout out to all the people with hairlines. We pre- we don't appreciate y'all. Yeah. Um, shout out to the chat as well. The chat has been uh, quite entertaining as we had our pre- a very good uh, pre-show conversation. Got a little heated in a hilarious way because I didn't realize. Hey, man. <laughs> we got to stand up for our heroes. We, mm-hmm. I, these are our heroes. This is true. And, you know, one of our heroes is really getting played out here in these streets. But, you know, it's all good. It's all good. Not really. Thank you. Um, Red August is in the building as well. Got some nice glasses, too. I see you. Mm. Expensive. All right. Let's, <laughs> let's go ahead and um, jump into the topic. So we got a random topic suggestion from, I believe it was Smooth Loser. Appreciate you in the chat. Uh, he wanted us to talk about Aaron Rodgers oh. from the Packers and his vaccination or lack thereof situation. And He didn't get the jab. <laughs> did, is everybody up to speed, I guess, yeah, on that loan? Kind or, of. Kind of? So essentially he, he what? He said that he didn't get the vaccination and said that it's... His choice and I don't know. I, I forget exactly what he said, but I I, I passed the headline. I don't know. It was the phrase. The phrase was uh, immune. Is it immunized? I, I, let me look it up because I don't. Immunization. He said he was immunized. 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 That's what it was. Which is not, you know, technically saying that I've been. Somebody asked him, so I, you know, have you been vaccinated? He's like, I've been immunized. So he's looking at it like he has a holistic approach, and he said he was allergic to. Some of the things and some of the vac- vaccinations, a couple of the options. So he said he didn't lie. And the media is getting on him now because basically everybody that said they did not want to take the, va- the vaccination. Lamar Jackson said, I don't want to take it. But they've come out and openly said it. So, you know, when you see a quarterback or whomever, they have a mask on after Wentz. the game or on the sideline. Wentz, same way. Her cousins, Kirk Cole cousins, Beasley. So they've, there are people who've, who've been playing this whole season. Uh, but and they we just, know we're unvaccinated. But they just came out off top and just was like, yeah, I'm not said, gonna no, take it. No, I'm not doing it. But Aaron Rodgers tried to be slick and make it appear that he has been vaccinated by saying that in all actuality he never was. So he's been he's been getting dragged in the media um by that one and 
he got he missed the game because he actually caught COVID. So he missed the game against the Chiefs. I believe they mm-hmm. they lost thirteen to seven. Also shows how bad they need him because Jordan Love ain't it. But um, what do you think about that? I'll, I'll come to you first, Jay Moore. Like, is there some deception there? Because I, I think he was trying to be slick with the way he answered that question. Well, you know, this is something I don't think anyone has brought up, or maybe they have, and I just didn't catch it. Um, as mad as we are, or some of you are, at Aaron Rodgers, just because he was intentionally deceptive, um, you know, this is what happens when the basically all journalism has moved to a for-profit model because somebody should have said, uh, that's when I, when I asked about your vaccination status and you said I'm immunized, it's like, that's not what I asked you. Right. You know, so there's a failure there. And that's, that that speaks to a lot of things that happen, you know, in these press rooms to where people get away with not answering the questions because, you know, for whatever reason, you don't want to ruin a relationship with, you know, it could be, it goes all the way to the white house. You know, like there are people that just, you know, if they would just ask, ask a follow-up question, or say that's not what I asked you, or I I asked you a yes or no question. You gave me an essay answer. You know that's 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 a problem that is extended not only you know to newspapers, uh, television stations because right now is everything is a for profit model, and it didn't used to always be like that. It was like we're trying to get to the story and get to the truth, but now it's like no, eh, we just don't want to ruin relationships. We want to make people feel soft and good. So you know I'm not going to follow up and ask Aaron Rodgers what it means to what is that mean when you say immunize the old the old model of um older journalism older beat writers and reporters that come in to your point when they get the story they ask the hardball questions and get out so they can get it prepped those days are over with like now everybody is i feel like now everybody is kind of i don't i don't know if buddy buddy is the correct way but they're softball questions you have athletes that are now in the media and they don't ask a lot of the questions because I feel like some of the athletes are still a part of that brotherhood. You never really truly hear an athlete. Shannon will do it. Shannon Sharp will go off. Like he went off on Aaron Rodgers. Like, but you see a lot of athletes that'll kind of shy away from really holding well, athletes Rogers, accountable. I mean, uh, Shannon Sharp is not an active player in the league. No, what and I'm he's ta- doing that because I mean that's his show and that's what's going to get him ratings. Mm-hmm. But that's what Mike's saying though. He's oh. he, he's saying that like a lot of the players that have went from player to, to media, right? Don't go that far. Well, cause they, because they, they were a former they, player. They know okay. what it is. And, you know, they were like, look, we, these guys got to prepare for a game. But, you know, the, you know, the other thing that just and, and, you know, I've heard several commentators bring this up. I wanted to bring up something I didn't, I didn't hear as much. But, you know, I just hate whenever uh, a white person has their back against the wall. They want to get all letters from a Birmingham jail and mm. invoke the name and invoke the spirit of Martin Luther King. He did. You know, that. I mean. There, just think about what's happened in this country, not just this country, but in in the ranks of the NFL in the last four to five years. And right now, when you get in trouble for like maybe not being a hundred percent truthful, now you want to bring up Martin Luther King. You didn't have this same energy when uh, um, Colin Kaepernick was going through his situation. You didn't have the same energy, you know, when uh, Breonna Taylor had been killed by the police. But now that you're in trouble. Now that you feel like you're being person, you know, the whole he bring up the woke mob. Kyrie and cancel, Ky- can, yeah, he, and he then, threw a shot at Kyrie. And cancel culture. He's he's using all the 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 Fox News buzzwords, you know, to make it seem like, uh, you know, hey, I'm the one that's being victimized here. It's like, no, you could have you could have just told the truth. You could. But, you know, when I see you 
with no mask on at these um at these press conferences and then just hanging out on Halloween in your John Wick costume. You know, I was like, okay, how many, everybody who was with you on October 31st probably needs to get tested. Jump in, jump in, Jay Dev. What you, what you think? I mean, it's just, uh, one of the many definitions of privilege at the end of the day. I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers, quarterback for the green Bay Packers. Uh, we, we all know who the green Bay Packers are. We know the organization, blah, blah, blah. Um, He's an elite quarterback, and he gets a little more uh, leniency as far as what he can, can get away with, so he did it. I mean, he technically didn't lie. They asked him if he was vaccinated, and he just didn't answer the question. He just said, I'm immune, whatever. Immunized, like I said. Yeah. yeah uh, Had there been an actual journalist in the room, you know. There would have been, been a— would have been a— We could have cut through all There would have been a follow-up. What what do you think now hearing all this loan in terms of you know what we've described? I honestly still don't know. Okay. Um I could you see that as being somewhat misleading based off how he worded it? As as we're sitting here talking about news reporters and like them being fair and stuff, like I don't know, like I have my feelings on it, but I, I still feel a little confused as to part like where the real outrage is coming from. Uh like I get the fact that was he like hiding the fact that he wasn't vaccinated intentionally or something like before somebody asked him on a press conference or what? He, he says that everybody was aware of his situation, the NFL, his teammates, but there's conflicting reports there. Like some people are saying that's not true. Some people are saying that is true. Well, I guess the way I understood it. Well, to that, I just don't know. Cause I, if, if it's these people are saying this, it sounds like he say, she say at this point, but, I, but he said, she said, whatever. But I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I really don't know. I, I, I don't really have uh, any really like strong feelings on this. Um, I guess I, I did see that he got fined by the NFL. I was right? actually about to say that. So, so if that was the case that yep. the NFL did know, then apparently they didn't know or if the NFL did know that he wasn't or whatnot, and now they find him, it seems like they're doing damage control. And that so, NFL is a, uh, is a, uh, what, what's, what kind of organization are they? I'm, I'm looking for the word. They are reactionaries, reactionary. And they sweep a lot of things under the rug. They, you have, you have players that have literally beat their, their wife or significant other to a pulp. And you don't hear anything about it. Depending on the player. Right. And depending on that player's status, and it will be reported a certain way based on what they allow to, to pretty much be leaked out. Mm -hmm. With Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he's he's out because he has COVID. So now it, it had to come out that he's not vaccinated or whatever. So now they have to say or go on record and do all of this extra I see. jumping through hoops at this point in time. But at the end of the day, what does it really mean? Like, is it a a light week in the NFL. Right. I mean, yeah. Russell Wilson didn't uh, break his finger or dislocate his finger. He's coming back. Uh, uh, the Bucks had a, a bye week, so you can't talk about Tom Brady. So yeah. he Gruden, Gruden email story is old now. So I mean, it's just yeah. I don't. I guess. I guess from my point of view, I just don't. I some some news about like the COVID stuff, and I don't know. Some of the stuff just seems like. Like, I get it. Yeah. You know, this yeah. one is this one where 
the only thing that really kind of stood out to me was people saying that he was talking about Martin, like quote Martin Luther King yeah, and whack. stuff, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, he that wasn't a good look on that comparison. You know, that so, it's kind of the same comparison when when people was were fed up last year and these uh, riots and things were going on and they they were bringing up well Martin Luther King did it different. Right. I like how he did it. Martin Luther King ended up dead. Yeah. yeah, doing it how you liked how somebody did it. So, true. So it's true. Rocks. That's it's real. Like, it's like, oh well, Martin Luther King wouldn't have done it this way. I was yeah. like, well, we'd know, but you killed him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That part seems a little bit. I don't know. I guess, and you know, I feel like if you know, because Jay made the point. Well, why weren't you vocal about this? Well, he probably wasn't vocal about that because he wasn't the one in the spotlight being targeted at that point in time, right? I mean, probably, you know, probably not because he just felt like, well, I'm Aaron Rodgers. I don't have to speak on these things. And, and you know, and plus he lives in Green Bay. What is he going to say? Discount yeah. um, check. You know, oh, yeah. he's, and, and he's got a whole bunch of corporate uh, money coming in. You know, he doesn't want to, <clears throat> he's one of those people who's like, he has, the, he has the privilege to not insert himself into issues of racial injustice or police brutality. But as soon as somebody says, hey, uh, did you get vaccinated? And it comes out that you, I don't even want to say he lied about it. It's just a, there was no uh, decent follow-up question. Yeah. And, you know, Slick word, I, I like, feel like everybody, um, the organization, the NFL, the media, it, the the problem people have is they got caught with their pants down because, once again, it just shows you where we are as far as journalism is concerned. Yeah. So it seems like it's more so a showcasing of just the privilege in general rather than like a what's a condemnation? Is that yeah. the right word? But you know be Rogers, but, but be clear, this is what the thing is the NFL is also the, there's a reason why they they're partnered with all of these like FanDuel and, and and DraftKings. Oh yeah. And when a player like Aaron Rodgers is not available, that shifts millions line. and millions of dollars. And so when you look at it like that, this is a big part of why um, people are so mad. There's a lot of money that you know that because the way the Chiefs, fantasy teams the Chiefs, the way the right Chiefs now. have been playing, uh, Aaron Rodgers been available, they'd have probably lost that game. Oh, they definitely would have lost that game. So you know, so you're talking about millions of dollars shifted around uh, between people's fantasy lineups, what they're actually betting in real money, and the thing is, like the, all this, you see all these advertisements for sports, uh, for sports books and all this stuff, and it's really only available in like maybe ten or fifteen states, but they advertise like. Like, this is a nationwide thing at this Facts. point. Like you, because that's why you know. For anybody who's ever messed with, that's why uh, you have to have your location settings on. Because like, you know, if a friend of mine, you know, she wanted to go ahead and get some bets in, but she was in Georgia, no online betting there. It checked the location on her phone. <clears throat> cut it off. Yeah. So if you cut it off, if it can't, if it can't check, hmm. you can't place a bet. Hey, it's crazy. <clears throat> it's crazy. But I'm just saying, like, that's a, another part of it. Like the fact that he wasn't available. Messed up a lot of people's money. Shout out to the um, the chat as well for getting the amounts. The Packers got fined three hundred thousand, and Rogers will get fourteen thousand six hundred fifty dollars. That's per ESPN. Fourteen thousand dollars to Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. Oh, How about that? How about that? So he'll be well, back next week. But look, man, I'm immune. Willie, <laughs> I'm I'm immune. I think. I mean, because the thing he is, might be right. He may not be. I, I, because maybe I spoke you got to remember, like, since he's not vaccinated. Yeah. You know, I mean, you got other players that aren't vaccinated either. So they just said but, they just went out and said it. <laughs> but like, so um, 
that's another thing too like there are players playing that aren't vaccinated yeah, yeah. so yeah. openly yeah why are we targeting Aaron Rodgers in this particular instance? Is it because just, it's, it's a, when we feel this like is more about the lied. how. Yeah, this is more about the That's what they feel like. How. And That's, plus, remember, this is. remember, journalists think they're uh, smarter than any athlete. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when an athlete he did. outsmarts them, if you will, then they feel like, okay, we got to come for this guy. And maybe I'm a little biased, too, because I like Aaron Rodgers. I like general. him, too. So, but, but, me. But, I, but I can't really, I don't I don't know. I'm just trying to find the Everybody's the trying angle. to make news about anything. And, and, and when we bring up Kyrie Irving. The thing with Kyrie Irving is Kyrie has a track record of being sort of the problem child on a team. Like this isn't the first time an instance has came up. And, and he owned it. He's like, yeah. yeah, I'm not getting it. That's why I don't care about Kyrie. I think what Kyrie's doing is fine because he's owning it and he's living it. Like, yeah. The thing the thing about Kyrie is he owned it and he also stayed away. He's not endangering his teammates. He's not mm-hmm. trying to be around the facility. So I can respect that part of it. It's his choice. He chose not to and he's staying away. He was constantly wearing his mask too. Yeah, like yeah. I, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Like he has the right to do that. Yeah, this this know, was just a little sneaky. He, that's the all. The only part about Kyrie is because you you know, apparently he has some Native American heritage and like he went to a reservation and was playing ball unmasked and unvaccinated. I was like, brother, you just want to you want to bring some blankets too? <laughs> come on now. Like you and especially when you know what the numbers are like. Yeah. You know, for our Native American brothers and sisters. So like I got a Native American in my family. All right. I'm See, just saying. Didn't know. Um, you know, that that was always a running <laughs> joke if somebody had good. Hair they, had, they, had a, they had a little shine to there, mm-hmm. <laughs> little shine, yeah, little, little curl or something. You know, but some Hawaiian silky. Yeah, first of all, people be like, "Yeah, I got a no." You could, y'all got a Jeep Cherokee. That's yeah, about as close as y'all close come to having uh, Indian in your family. All right, man. Let's let's go ahead and get into this. Uh, well, this our next topic. That's messed up. It's a, it's a car called a Jeep Cherokee. I just re- realized that's mad disrespectful. Low key, it is. Um, high key, actually. Um, okay. Drink. Okay. I hate all. <laughs> I be wanting to throw stuff at them all show. Okay. okay I, okay. I ain't do it that way. Drink champs. Mr. West. Mm. We saw it. Everybody saw it. I saw it. I saw it. it. Did you see it? it? You seen it? I Red August seen it. I saw it. it. Jay Moore seen it. I saw about was, an hour and a half of it. Yeah, that, that's how dedicated I am to this podcast. Because I right. just didn't, I didn't want to come in and have opinions just off of clips. So, so I actually listened to the whole thing. Let's be careful. Be, and the reason I'm saying be careful because this will easily spill over and over and over. So let's be mindful as we toss it around. I mean, if we don't need to get into our third topic, I think we'd probably be all right. That's what I was going to ask you if that's the case. Because this there's a lot to unpack here. So yeah. we may maybe let's case, we do probably, it. We probably should have talked about go. Aaron Rodgers, but oh well. So we can do this one. Um... We might. So you said it might be. We can take a break and then continue, perhaps. No, to an, we're not going to do that. All right, no. cool. All right, so check this out. Kanye, Drink Champs. Shout out to Nori and uh, DJ. Is it EFN? I always mess. This that is up. the first Drink Champs episode I've ever seen. Really? Yeah, I don't watch podcasts. You don't do that or, or versus. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Okay. I just don't watch talk shows like that. It's hard for me or listen to podcasts listen or... just because Nori interrupts good stories so often. That's well, all, that's what I've heard. I'll give so, Nori. I think give, he did pretty decent. I'll give Nori a piece on this. I one. feel like he did a lot better on this because there's other ones where I'm like, could you please stop clapping? This is the first one I did watch all the way through. Kanye said during the interview, no air, cl- no claps, and no horns. He specifically said that during the like interview. Like Nori, be, Nori will be so he'll be so. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Drunk? Inebriated. Yeah, that, we'll do that. Um, yeah, I was gonna say inebriated. He's drunk. And um, he'll just make some noise and clap for just anything. Like he's been sitting there taking shots the whole time, and probably 
since before. You know how we we chill before the show. I'm sure they they do the same. They thing. really chilling though. But um, I'm just gonna toss it around and, and to the room and you guys give me your thoughts about the interview. For me, I think it's one of the best ones they've ever done. Honestly, like probably top three or five, maybe that I've seen that they've done easily top three or five. Um, shout out to Nori for staying out the way. I mean, it seemed like Kanye was pretty much Kanye throughout the whole thing. Like we, we knew, I didn't, I I didn't think it was going to be this clear. It kind of went off the rail a little bit, but I just liked hearing him talk about music. Like when he was talking about Buster's voice, when he was talking about mob deep, when he was talking about, you know, influences. Yeah. Like the the more he started talking about music and, and, you know, how things, excuse me, appeal to him and how he hears certain things. I thought all that was dope. I enjoyed that more than, you know, a lot of the other stuff. But hearing him talk about music and giving Beans his props about calling him Yeezy, you know, I thought that was dope. Like if he, I heard he's going to give him like 50 million, 50 million like 1.5 a Yeezy and stock, like uh, shareholder. That's dope if he does that. He break it in writing. True. Yeah. So I thought all that was dope. I mean, he dragged John Legend. I laughed at some of the jokes. Oh, shit. Destroyed Talib Kweli. Um, my only, <laughs> my only beef, my only beef is the, uh, the just blaze. Now really comment. he destroyed big shine. If, oh, he if, killed big if shine. If we don't talk about who he destroyed. He's just bitter. Yeah. But, uh, the just blaze thing. I didn't like that. Um, I didn't, I, li- I didn't like any of that. I didn't like the just blaze, the big I Sean, I didn't the like the just blaze. because the only reason he said anything about big Sean or Talib Kweli is because Kanye was out there doing stupid stuff politically and kissing Trump's face and yeah. wearing a red hat and they came out and said something again and Kanye didn't he felt disrespected because of that that's the only he, reason he Kwa, said anything Kwali is a person that threw him lobs in the early parts of his, of his career too if we're gonna keep it a buck and Kwali went on record and actually his response was just like quoting things that Kanye has said about him yeah he, yeah. he used his name for picking up dimes yeah but even but the the Just Blaze copy that, the that Just Blaze copycat thing was trash I'm I, that's that's trash like First of all, Just Blaze, is, his style, his production style is closer to Binks than it is Kanye's to begin with. He thinks he's way better than he is. Second of all, Jay-Z clearly said, and he said on the interview, he was like, I said everybody bring in soul samples. Like, that was the assignment. That's the assignment. What do you mean copy? Like, Just Blaze, I, there's nothing on there that sound like anything copied anybody on Just that. Blaze sounds like Just Blaze. Thank yeah. you. And it, he has his own sound. But he's way closer to Binks than he is to Kanye, so... That was trash. Like, I, I'm cool on that. But, I mean, it's one of the best interviews they've done, hands down. Probably top five for me. JDF, go ahead. I mean, I just enjoyed the interview. I'm the resident Kanye fan, so I have to speak from that point of view. And, uh, I mean, I, I this was the most, uh, I wouldn't say eloquent uh-uh. Kanye has been. I know what you mean, though. But it's the most straightforward on the same path. Yes. Not deviating and going over here and over there. It was raw and it was Kanye. I mean, it was the same guy who we met on the college dropout. I would agree. Uh, what? How many years later? I mean, he, he was the same guy and he made he made some good points. He had, um, I mean, his opinion on certain things, maybe even like you said, the Just Blaze situation. As far as biting, yeah, that's cap. I can't, I can't necessarily say that Just Blaze is a biter, 
Definitely can't say that's that. That's cap. Can't say that. That's cap. Now, as far as his success, measuring his success, that 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 is some Kanye stuff, and that that goes back to your point before we start the show. As far as him being uh, a narcissist, yeah. 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 Because I mean, you can't measure your success on what somebody else wants their success to be. I may not want to be this fashion designer, producer. Uh, politician uh, Jesus Christ superstar type cat like you are that's not what I aspire to be I mean just blaze came from a pretty good upbringing Mm -hmm. for those that know his story so he's probably not even tripping on uh out here making out his mom. I'm pretty sure he's doing pretty good for Just himself. Just Blaze is beyond comfortable. Yeah, he's beyond comfortable. Yeah, he's Anybody that was on those early albums yeah, is doing he, all right. He's yeah. beyond comfortable. Yeah, he, so. he's doing his thing. But um, Kanye was in his bag in, in some of those uh, talking points that he made. Um, he he gave uh, Jay his props as far as it, when it came up to the whole versus thing. Yeah. He pretty much said he, he will verse anybody and he will win against anybody and pretty much there has to be like four categories or something like that. But he said he will not go against Jay because that's his boss. The boss. And that that's respect because <clears throat> without Jay-Z and without Dame Dash, there is no Kanye. Nobody was giving him that that uh the keys to get into the door without Rockefeller. He gave Dame peace too. He definitely gave Dame peace. Yeah, he gave Dame peace. I'm I'm glad to see everybody giving Dame peace to be honest. He deserves you. it. He does. But um I mean, as we talk further, I can come up with more points as far as yeah. what this is about. But I I think he kind of, he did a good job as far as this interview is concerned. Jay Moore, talk mm-hmm. to me, man. Give it to me. I actually enjoy the interview because I feel like this is the first time in a long time I feel like we're actually hearing Kanye's voice as opposed to a representative or somebody who's trying to make someone happy. I don't, I don't know. Um... But, you know, this is something that um, I think we all need to come to uh, terms with is that uh, Kanye West has always been kind of a terrible person, but he's not a terrible. Well, person. no, I'm, I'm putting it in context, but he's, he's been kind of a terrible person. He's jerk, but he's been a terrible person. At one point, he was a terrible person on behalf of us, the culture, if you will. When he said that thing about, uh, you know, um, George um which doesn't care about black people. Facts. That, but, but at the same time, that was a terrible thing to do. <laughs> when he ran up on stage for uh, t- to do the thing at Taylor, to Taylor Swift, you know, could we feel him? Yeah, yeah. but that was a terrible yeah, thing that, to that do. That wasn't very nice. You know, when he, when he, you know, screamed on the people at the first American Music Awards where he was nominated, and you got to understand, the American Music Awards, that's not something, that's not a bunch of, that's not opinions. Yeah. That's, that is about uh, putting numbers together. The people who win that, it's about airplay, record sales, this, that, and third. And he's back there screaming, and Alicia Keys has to calm him down because he feels like he should just, he just deserves these awards. Why do you think me and Dame cool? We- yeah. Yeah, but you know, so blank. like I said, he's he's been a terrible person on on a certain <laughs> level, but we but he was a terrible person. What we felt like on our behalf when it switched, and we felt like he was being a terrible person. Why you gotta was, be terrible? Why I, you gotta use I'm the word saying terrible. what I'm saying. Hey, hey gave you a couple examples. I'm of terrible what I'm saying. That's but, not necessarily I, terrible. But then <laughs> when, agree with but him. then when he decides to we'll, go we'll ahead to terrible. and tap dance for this white supremacist in the white that's house terrible and okay but you know that but you know what that's consistent he's been consistent yeah in 
I he's mean, been may, consistent may, since the beginning, though. Terrible, Consistently terrible. Maybe terrible is, is <laughs> but you know what? These are things where, like, this is wildly erratic and antisocial behavior. And the thing is, it's just crazy to me. How can you call these other people sellouts when you were hugging Donald Trump and calling him your dad and saying the red hat is like giving you superpowers, especially when we yeah, that was extra, especially when I never did for that, especially when we see what the red hat meant to people on January 6th. And you still talking about I still wear the red hat like but I but the part the thing is I and he said it. I don't read. Yeah, he said, I'm not well read. I don't read. I guarantee he probably doesn't watch the news. I He's like, I'm not well read. I I venture to state. That's not a thing to celebrate. That Kanye West doesn't even know. If you ask him, hey, what did you think about January 6th? He'd be like, I don't even know what happened on January 6th. He was like, he'd be like, was that the AFC championship? He doesn't know what happened on January 6th. Pause it there. Like, here's somebody. I'm just going to keep it real. If you gave him a seventh grade civics <coughs> test, he'd probably get a D minus. Lone, jump in, man. Dang. And we're gonna come, we're gonna continue back around. Go ahead, man. Bro, I'm what? not Dang. done, so yeah, you gotta come back over here. We, I'm gonna bring it back. I got, I you. Mean, I got I, you. I got you. I mean, I don't <laughs> give us give me something now. It was an interesting interview. What was interesting about it? Um <laughs> one, I was very shocked to just see Kanye in public talking to anybody. That was the first thing. Agreed. Two, two, I'm tired of Kanye West. I'm okay. just tired of The this only guy. reason I listen to it is because of this show. This show. Like I I'm tired. Like I don't he's done enough in my lifetime where I don't need to hear about him anymore. Forever. I, I'm I done. I just got some new Yeezys. I, I, that's cool. I, <laughs> that's cool. I, I, like I don't need to hear any more Kanye West things. He's given us great music throughout time. He is who he is, to Terry's point. He yeah. has consistently been who he is. And I don't like that person. <laughs> That's fair. And I so, sure, yeah. and so, like, I, I get that he has mental problems. He definitely does. And I get that he's working through it, I think, to the best of his ability. But he is a narcissist. And to me, he is hip-hop's version of Donald Trump. And I don't like that. Okay. And, and I don't like... You know, so as I'm listening to the interview, yes, there are certain parts. It was kind of cool to see him, you know, talk stuff about Jay, give Dana's props, you know, talk about the yeah. Seagull. Like when he humbles himself a little bit, he's kind of I can kind of take something in. Those are the parts I like. But he is so overwhelmed with him being the greatest person ever born in the history of the world, mm-hmm. even though he seems to praise God. <laughs> OK, <laughs> like he thinks he is God. So I don't. I, I, no matter what he says, I, there might so, be a seven percenter, man. Don't okay. do that. Well, okay. He, uh, you 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 said so. I caught something that you said earlier as we got started. As I was talking, I want to I want to ask you about this. You said if I if I quote you wrong, correct me. I believe you said something to the effect of he thinks he's so much better than he is as a producer. I think. <laughs> is, did you say? Is that what I? I well me. Personally, okay. I do believe that. I think okay. I think he has he has an inflated ego around what he is and what he does as a producer, as an artist, as an artist. OK, OK. Now, does this mean that he's not really good at what he does and has been really good at times? No, that's not what I'm saying. OK, but I, I think he has the struggles that every artist that really cares about the stuff that he does has, which is. Do I continue to make something that people really like or do I try something different and see what the result is going to be? I don't think he knows how to make that anymore. I don't think he does either. No, I don't. I don't think he does either. But 
when I listen, when he's sitting over here and talking about like, I need four different verses for all of my different whatevers. I'm like, well, you'd lose three of them. <laughs> like, he, you know, like, sure. Like some of his stuff is like different in a different genre and I can respect the creativity around it, but yep. it doesn't mean that it's like this greatness that he pro proclaims it to be. And he has a way of trying to self-proclaim himself as a genius and as this greatness. And I just don't subscribe Walt to that. Disney. I don't subscribe to that idea. So like, you know, I don't want to take away from the good parts and I don't want to focus on the negative parts about this interview, you know, sure. because there were, there were a lot of positives and all that other stuff, but there were a lot of, there was a lot of stuff that he said that I was just like, man, shut up. Like, you don't have to go at Just Blaze like that. That was completely you, unnecessary. You don't, you don't have to go at Big Sean like that just because, like, because you feel slighted. You know, Talib Kweli, like, I get that he feels like they slighted him. They got to apologize. But they don't have to apologize for him, for, for, no, for him being a terrible person. Has, has Kanye West ever apologized <laughs> for anything? No. That's Does not, he apologize about things he said about slavery was a choice has did no. he apologize about saying uh the things he said about harriet tubman so as far if he's not in line to apologize then nobody owes him an apology either but he feels like he's owed that yeah right like th that that's come that's trend that bleeds through him when he's talking about Terry, it. let me ask you I'm, I'm gonna come back around let me ask you this mm. what i one thing i noticed is um just blaze big sean in particular both said something to the effect of, man, I was just, I was just with him. I was just talking to him. He just asked me about being on a project. We, mm -hmm. we were just messaging and just texting about this, this, and this. So how does that make you feel when you see people come out and say, I was just with fam? Like, does that give you the vibe that he was just fronting and stunting and taking, taking advantage of the opportunity? It depends because on what that conversation was like. Like, was it an issue where they <clears throat> ran into each other somewhere or was it something where they actually were together? Uh, and, I see what at the saying. end of the day, I, I I don't like that energy. I mean, I'm I'm not one that's going to say that I'm going to act brand new in front of somebody and then get on a show and say something else. If I don't rock with you, I don't rock with you. Right. And you're probably going to know it in person because I'm not about to rub elbows with you or be friendly with you. I mean, mm -hmm. that's 100%. just what it is. But <clears throat> for him to say that Big Shine was his biggest failure is, is whack in itself. Yeah, that's I, I like Big Shine. But you signed designer. Yeah, you can't say nothing about yeah, you your biggest designer. mistakes when you signed designer. You signed designer and you pretty much jacked this song. Used no, it he for did. yourself. Yeah, yeah, he did. You know, did. That's what I'm saying. You pretty much jacked this song, used it for yourself, and then left him out to dry. And he wasn't even great by far. Because <laughs> no. when that Timmy Turner stuff came up, it was, we acted he's like that didn't there, even happen. He's sitting there. He looked like Blind Fury. Shout out to Blind Fury. Not, <laughs> he was not, cold. Blind yeah, Fury not, was cold. He's still cold. Not, not being funny, but the way he's snapping and but he's not even rhyming good. Yeah. But I mean, he said some other things on that interview that was whack. Like uh, when he was talking about uh, uh, you don't need a house. Now, I understand the financial <laughs> things as far as that's rich concerned. Talk. Yeah, the, rich the whole and I see hedge fund kids, you know, they're making themselves uh, homeless. That's not cool for you to be able to, well, I'm going to do this That was experiment. his analogy. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to do this experiment where I'm going to be homeless. Although I'm a hedge fund child, I probably got 10, 20, 30 million in the bank, yeah. Yeah. but I'm just going to live like a nomad and live off the land and, you know, just kind of get this experience. That does not make you uh, be able to relate to these people at all because you can turn that switch off at any time. And that kind of goes back to, uh, 
uh, race relations and things of that nature. That's a whole nother situation. Yeah. But I thought that was whack to compare what some hedge fund kids are doing. You are from the south side of Chicago, sir. Well, he tried to make it like since they do it. Yeah. Since like it's, it's cool. cool. No, cool. that's not cool. That's That sounds <laughs> like the, the older guy trying to fit in. You are from the south side of Chicago. Yeah. You need to be a little more uh, down to earth and realize where you're from. I give you kudos for being for Chicago yeah. and coming up while Jordan was was the man. Everybody wanted Jordan sneakers. Now you got your own Yeezy brand. Yeah. That's solid. Like, but there's there's certain ways and moves that you have to you're responsible. Like we were talking about somebody um maybe a couple shows ago about you have to be responsible for your actions because of the position that you're in. Yeah. And he doesn't me being a Yay fan, he doesn't capitalize on his influence like he should. Mm. He doesn't he turns it he sways it to the wrong side. That's how I know you. Can, that's how I know you can keep it a buck because that is a fair assessment. Mm. That's as a, as a the Kanye West fan that you are. That's a fair assessment. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, that, he, that's he fair. is who he is, but he he definitely <clears throat> sways things to the wrong side of his influence at, at times. Well, the thing is, when you are rich and you uh, find yourself, uh, you've made a decision to be homeless. That's a whole lot uh, more different than if you are. Uh, poor or you've been coming off a situation you can't relate you you have don't 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 compare that because look if if you are uh uh, domicile insecure yeah and you've ever been that in that situation there's nothing fun or adventurous about it okay so i you know it sounds good when yeah because he can paint a picture with his words even though sometimes he uses words incorrectly and that's fine because so do i um but I did earlier. You got to understand that like if he is in rarefied air and like, I'll just be honest. There's a lot of like a lot of things that people's like, oh, let's clap for that. Oh, he's a genius. It it was he he, he dropped some meme knowledge in there. Meme? Because like, you know, he he was like, he was like, yeah, you know, and the clan created plan B. No, they didn't. All right. Uh, you know that and, and plan B and are you 486 are not the same thing. You know, do you say right talk? Do 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 your Googles on that. And he tried to get this bar off twice. It was like, yeah, we elected Kamala Harris and we ain't seen her since. I was like, well, once again, considering what what we saw in this last uh, um, administration, like we're not really supposed to see the vice president because she's the president of the Senate. She's there to. Uh, we didn't see a lot of Pence either. We, yeah, yeah, because you know what these people are there. You to pay attention to what they want. But pay the thing to. is, there you go. you're there. To, the she's there to when, especially in a deadlock 50, uh, 50 Senate, she's there to cast um, the deciding vote. You know, but you once again, Kanye West. Like I said, he'd probably get a D minus on a civics test. So he's not interested in that. He thinks that's a bar and he thinks, oh, because I supported Trump. I got to get these bars off to to make Kamala Harris look bad. Also, you know, he said the whole thing about Big Sean is like, how you going to make your first uh, single ass? Ass was the third single. I know that because I was in the clubs at that time. <laughs> the first uh, uh, single was like, it's my last. The second was. Uh, Marvin Gaye and Chardonnay, which you, Kanye West, were featured on. Yeah. So here's somebody on your label. You That's can't the even... one that was most popular. Yeah. So yeah. like uh, the uh, and 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 when the ass remix, uh, we got to edit that some kind of way. Do we? Uh, no, we good on that. I think uh, that you know, that. hit with we Nicki Minaj, it went over huge. <laughs> I don't even know. Like, so I think we clear on that. You one. know, yeah, I mean, too. once again. You know, people just be like, they'll run with it because they want to laugh and they want. But, you know, the, the, a lot of the things he says where I was like, that was kind of dope. But at the same time, like I'm listening to him 
keep talking about Balenciaga and Gap and you know, but he wants to do all these things. Virgil. His and, peers. And, 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 oh, yeah. and these people are his peers. And El, you know, and Louis Vuitton. And I was like, okay, maybe it is a means to an end, but to me, it sounds like you just trying to charge top dollar for the cotton that we already picked. I mean, it's the That's truth. Tough. I mean, he's literally living his label's name, getting out of our dreams. And I don't fault him for that. I just fought him on his delivery. So if, if he came out, he's always been this artistic art student type individual. And this is the stuff that he was into. So him doing it is actually pretty dope. And it's, it's inspiring to see somebody that, that wanted to do that type stuff and is actually doing it. What the fault is, is his deliverance and how he approaches it and shares it back to you. I understand it. So I, I understand the qualm as far as why people don't rock with him because of the way he does things. I mean, but, but you, you did. It's, it's dope how, how he's been able to literally do these things. But you did say also that there is still in the midst of him, you know, accomplishing everything that he said he was going to do. And he's been speaking his, these mugs into existence since he started. So to your point, that's always a dope story. But you did also mention that his a lack of there's a lack of accountability not only in his it's presentation he's a Gemini. It's, it's, a lack of accountability and a lack of actual <clears throat> knowledge like he keeps saying the whole thing about it. <laughs> like he said like and i agree with i was like that was kind of dope when he said the thing about like you know why we gotta have black history month instead of black future but at the same time every time you bring up black history all you talk about is dogs and water hoses and slavery i was like uh what about garrett a morgan or mm. benjamin banneker the great inventors it's all about like, the context you and it, what, context is important it, it's true but i was like you know if you if 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 your black history program in your mind is nothing but slavery and dogs and we shall overcome then i understand why you would say that but like we've contributed so much to this country so much to this world and I see like slavery. I, I could talk. I could talk uh, about black history and never get into slavery or the mm. dogs and the water hoses, because what we've contributed globally is so much more than that. Now, I, like I said, I think the whole idea of uh, Black Future Month. Yeah, that's dope, too. But like, I think I think he has this whole like I said, I think there's a part of him. And, and like I said, this still kind of. And this is this is this is and this is going to be controversial. You get and everybody listen. You get mad at me. There's still a part of him that's just ashamed of the things that black people had to go through, and he's always he's he's always pushed this proximity to white greatness that has always bothered me. Like when he talks about being in these rooms with these people, he wants he was name us. dropping so he much. wants us. He said he was going to do it too. He said I don't make it better. He no. wants us to be impressed that he's been in the room with these white people. And like I said, well, you know, when we uh, had like the, the show that wasn't a show, um, I said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I said that, you know, you know, what, who is a Kanye West fan? Yeah. And I still to this day believe it's uh, people who are impressed by Uber wealth, uh, access to celebrity and access and, and you know, there's uh, two uh, exotic white women. And <laughs> I am none of those. I'm yeah. just saying. <laughs> we, 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 you're we, holding on by a thread. Yeah, though, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. I mean, um, you're trying. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, you know, think about how long Kanye yeah, Terry, West has been making yeah, music. And, like, yeah, you know. Terry don't check two, off any of them. Two, I don't check off any of them. Hey, like, there are other categories we can get into, but it's yeah, all good. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> To, if you said shoes now, then they might have. Yeah, I, I mean, but you know, a new pair. there are people who um, they who enjoy the antics of Kanye West. I would agree. Who don't 
even know uh, any of the songs off of you know late registration. They know I mean, the they know I'm they call him out on they know the yes they know That's they the know about the eighteen hundred dollar homeless t shirt yeah. you know that he tried to sell you know like and that's that's another thing where he talks about how we're controlled by these brands and things. I was like yes, but once again he tried to sell your, us like he is going to be a brand. Your valuation he is a brand. Your but that's the reason you're a billionaire is a because once again you're trying. To get with these white folks to sell us back the cotton that we already picked. That's a bar. So I don't really want to, you know, it's it's hard to hear from you. Hold on. Hold, hold that thought. Hold, hold on real quick. Kanye West. I'm coming back to you. Okay. Different angle. All right. Influence. Okay. He talked about, uh, you was cooking right there, by the way. Both of y'all actually. Um, influence. Future. He named Future as being the most, I think it was the last, what was it, was it 10 years? Something like that, man. You know how I feel about it. <laughs> he put, he put, he put, um, he mentioned Soldier Boy too, and then. Yeah. Now, top five with Soldier Boy. Top five Soldier Boy. And I laughed when he, when he said, did y'all hear the verse? I cracked up when he said that, because I'm sure that verse was trash. No, nah, I heard the verse and it was trash. And Soldier Boy went off online. That's another story. But I kind of felt like that was going to be T-Pain. And I sat back and thought about it. I'm thinking he might be right with future. Like, what what were it your thoughts on, on that? It depends on what exactly we're talking about. I feel like T Pain was before T T Pain's influence on the entire genre of hip hop is crazy. Agree, man. These, Agreed. Especially because of, I mean, obviously the auto tune influence, but also his production and his singing. Man. Like he, yeah. come he, on, man. T Pain needs flowers. T Pain is an exceptional musician and an exceptional influence. So I've seen that boy live. Yeah, and he yeah he's he's dope. Yeah, he period. killed that. And tiny he's funny, death. and he seems like a good person. The tiny so, desk made me a believer because. But, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Go I, ahead. I can see where I I don't, I don't want to like. I, I get the future influence because I get it. There's no denying the future has also then beyond that influenced a whole generation of. Yeah, I must have been too. in a whole, whole nother dimension. Nah, during this. you ain't miss it. No, you didn't. You All ain't right. miss it. It's out there. You ain't All miss right. it. It's still there. Anybody that sing raps a little bit. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's from future. future. Yeah, like, it, with the, anybody, like if you think about all the kids, it really now, is though. Honestly, right. I can hear future in little baby. I yeah. can hear future in dub baby. Like there is Migos. Yeah, I can. Which influenced the whole? Gen- you know, it's like yeah. if you think about it though, Terry. If you really think about it and look at. The start, the, st- <laughs> the starter kit. I feel you on that. I feel you on that. I don't want to. If you, look at, think if you look at the starter kit for a lot of these artists, they're gonna do what they said. The sing, the sing, rapping with the auto tune. Nine times out of ten, they're gonna look like Lil Wayne. Like these are starter kit things that you see. Lil Wayne's still influencing the culture, and he came out. Yeah. How long ago? And every every kid you see got dread, got the locks, the tats, yeah. face tats. That's Wayne. All that's Wayne. But to Future's point with the auto-tune and the singing and the melodies and how melodic some of these records are, that's him. Mm, I think okay. it's him and I think it I think it you know, inspiration and influence always has an earlier point. Mm. Always. So like even before T Pain, something inspired him to do the things that he was doing. Probably. How to ride the trauma. Yeah, I don't know. G research. Um, well, yeah, but he flipped, I, I it, he flipped it a completely different way. Yeah, because so. he 100%. wasn't using the vocal coder. 100%. And he right. wasn't using right. it. He wasn't using it how it was supposed to be used. He's just like, I'm just going to turn it all the way on. True. Mm-hmm. True. Um, so. True. But yeah, I mean, I, I guess I, I can I can I can dig it, I guess. That, that, that was one of the comments where I was just like, well, I can see that. And maybe I don't know. It's, it's so easy. What to about f- the Sar- soldier boy 
comment. I laugh. No, that. I agree too. Yeah, I laugh. I agree. No, I. I, 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 I thought you were talking about that. I, I think Soldier Boy's music is horrible, but there's no denying his influence. Yeah. Oh my God, when he talks about. He opened up doors. He opened up a lot of doors. There's no denying his like influence. Like it basically showed basically every artist you can. If you're not going to try to be a part of this internet revolution and social media, then Lose honestly, it. you don't have a lane here. Lose I don't. I, like you that? talked about not hearing music from here on out I don't have to hear nothing else no, I don't from Soldier Boy ever but I'll never knock his influence no can't, can't. I'll never knock his influence hey, we talking about somebody that's set for life as long as he don't mess up facts Soldier Boy is that yeah. guy facts facts I, you know what we um, I think we pretty much hit is there anything that we missed you guys think that was standout moments I we talked about the beans. The beans kind of came after the fact. I heard there's actually a part two of this. Oh, really? They're going to do, yeah, I heard it's going to be a part two. Wow. Which, I don't know if I can <laughs> I mean, you for that. Thanks to our partners. Dr. Coleman of Coleman Dental is our go-to dentist. He's a longtime Indianapolis arts and music supporter located right in Broad Ripple. Printfinity is a screen printing shop based in Indianapolis, owned and operated by our own DJ J. Diff. Our good friends at Indie CD and Vinyl operate one of the best record stores in North America. Shop new and used in their site or visit them in person. Sun King Brewery is what we're drinking on every episode. Check out their many local locations and they might just be selling in your city if you're not in Indianapolis. And the best way to support the new old heads is to visit our Patreon and become a member for as little as three bucks a month. All details on newoldheads.com. Goddamn right. <laughs> right. We'll, we'll cut that out. Uh, <laughs> it's already going to be cut out because I cut the partners out. Gotcha. Yeah. Get it off your chest then. That's cool. Um, shout out to the partners as always. And shout out to the chat as well. Y'all have been very active tonight. We appreciate it. Lots of good comments in here. I've been reading them. You know, we've been cooking out here. It's getting a little hot in here. We're cooking, but I really see the comments and we appreciate those. All right, let's go ahead and jump into. Let's see. This is probably going to be a little bit longer of a show, so enjoy. Yeah. 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 So, I'm, is everybody aware of the. Uh, the Astro World situation with the the festival and mm -hmm. Travis Scott and yes. Now there's 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 mad layers on this one. Um, I'm not overly familiar. I haven't seen any videos or anything. Okay, so but. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to paint a picture the best way I can. I don't. I, I'm trying to find. There's multiple articles to reference, but um, he had a huge festival. Uh, I think it was in Houston. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yep, in Houston. Um, and it's like fifty thousand people there, man, and. There was some point where a lot of the people pressed up towards the what do they call it at the front the little gates or whatever the railing yeah. that they have the no barricade barricade, barricade. that's what I'm looking for and people started to get trampled and uh, I took some notes uh, about the aftermath uh, eight people ended up dying the youngest person uh, that was injured was ten years old there were three hundred people that were treated for injuries seventeen people went to the hospital hospital eleven people su uh, suffered cardiac arrest situations and the police chief or yeah, the police chief in that area actually came out and said he warned Travis Scott about having this show because of, I guess where it was and the amount of people and things yeah, that may happen. I'm not sure if you're familiar about these shows, but this is like a thing that happens at like every Travis Scott show. That's what I was going to get into because I'm they not rage. That's what I'm saying. So, you know, I saw some. I saw some of the not video. The, not like the death. Oh no, 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 not, no, that. not that part. Yeah, I know, I know what you. Just how they get down. Like yeah. I, I see where you're going, but there's there's people that start. There's layers to this that go beyond just the people. You know what happened, and and people are saying that he ignored it. Like I've I've heard, I've heard man, that. Listen. I've heard. I've even heard people talk that it was like satanic rituals. Yeah, like it's man. A, like people <laughs> see, was getting that cut part with, right there. Uh oh, listen. And uh -oh. It, this pisses me off. The floor is yours, sir. 
that part right there. Talk to me. It pisses me off that every time something like this happens with a black artist, mm-hmm. it's Illuminati related. Mm-hmm. Okay. Every single time. Those kids were sacrificed. Yeah, come the on, gates man. Gates of hell was like, opened up. I, saw, like, I read all like this. Why, why are black people the only uh, entertainers that are recruited to the Illuminati? I'll tell you exactly why. And it's, and it's literally been going like, what happened at his concert is nothing new. No, it's not. Um, I was actually at uh, the Wu Tang concert with Rage Against the Machine and Atari Teenage Riot. Uh, the reason and they're at, banned from at Indiana. Deer Creek, yeah. And the same type of situation happened. I think like maybe some happened to like two people. I was there, and I was part of what was going on. And I, he did, and kind of inside. I'm not going to say who did it, but okay. somebody did say. Uh, come forward, you know what I'm saying? Forget the barriers, but blah, right. blah, blah. Somebody did say that. So Wu-Tang cannot come to Indiana as a group, as a, as group. a whole group a anymore group. Uh, because of that show. But we're talking about Travis Scott. We all know what type of shows Travis Scott has. We all know that he he throws, uh, he tells people to rage. I mean, it's, what, what, what is an organized rage? What do you say to the people that say a riot? Um, what do you say to the is people that organized? <laughs> I mean, the pe- I mean, w- when they say they told Travis Scott thing, I don't know. that this could be a problem, <laughs> is that some? Are they directly telling Travis Scott because this is a Live Nation concert? So Let Live me- Nation sells the tickets, so they sell as many tickets that can accommodate this area, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, how does this fall on Travis Scott? Not saying that he's totally totally oblivious and um not guilty to anything that went on but to point the blame at him for what people in the crowd are doing million dollar lawsuit come on man and that's what it is it's a money grab they filed lawsuits when the court wouldn't even open they can't yeah. wait to file a million lawsuit dollars on, on him already you can't you cannot him and uh, live nation you somehow cannot, they're suing drake too yeah they're trying to sue drake too because drake got money so they uh what's the name uh uh, what's my guy Roddy Rich was there too he said before they could even add his name to the pot he was like look I'm donating all my earnings from, <laughs> from World to uh, the uh, uh, people that were hurt yeah. this. Right. so he pretty much took his name out of the hat as far mm-hmm. as who y'all trying to sue mm-hmm. but I don't understand why if if you're a fan of Travis Scott, you know what he does. I mean, this this is what he does, and that and that's not absolving him of what's going on. But in the same token, they were saying that he didn't care. I did. I hear showed that. a video. I, I seen a video where he specifically told them, "Help that person right there." Yeah. Uh, somebody give him some room, help him, and then because he started humming, all of a sudden it turned into a ritual. He was sacrificing this person. <laughs> I saw that. Come on, man. Jay Moore, I, I see the disgust on your face. Let me ask, let me ask you. Man. Let me Look, ask you. Okay, I'll address the uh, Illuminati thing first. Let like, me can I play let me play devil's advocate and then you go. Okay. Uh-huh. Let me play devil's advocate. So what I'm this is what I'm seeing. I'm seeing I only got a chance to look at one, I don't know, maybe two screenshots. So I haven't watched the full video, so I don't know what the whole set looked like. Strictly going off screenshots. So what they told me was there's a like a big, like a portal type joint that yeah. everybody was calling the gates, the gateway to hell or yeah, something. Yeah, there's an inflatable it, gate to hell. Yeah, and that's it was what a, it is. It was a cross that was upside down at the top. Now, the conspiracy theorists are going to say, well, what do y'all think that set was for? Was it just so everybody could get lit? So he could capture souls. 
I know I knew you said man. Go ahead, man. Let me say Go something. Ahead. The reason there there are still black people in this country that cannot believe that other black people have money through hard work, innovation, and um, only entertainers. Just, though. Yeah, because yeah, it's like, yeah, you know, the only reason Jay Z and Beyonce got all that money is because they in Illuminati and sold their souls. To and the when devil. she danced, you can if you freeze frame, you can see the <laughs> demon leaving let, her. Let me tell you something. If if you could sell your soul to the devil for a couple of hit records, look, the poor devil wouldn't be able to keep up with the paperwork for some of y'all. <laughs> They'd be, de- devil would be o- over there stressed out with a cigarette and he's like, man, I can't believe somebody else tried to sell their soul to me so they can get their spit. Where is the devil getting all this money? Yeah, exactly. How is the devil? Du- the devil only has so many placements on Billboard. So that's that. But, you know, I saw a video to where there were the you know, there were the security at the front gate mm. and people just started running in. Yeah. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, did all these people have tickets and they just didn't nope. want to be patient? Or was there people there who were like, yeah, we're just going to push our yeah, way I've seen in what happened rage. to Lollapalooza, like what was that, three years ago? Yeah. Where everybody outside the gate just pushed in? Yeah. People was, and people at this got trampled but like bad. When I, I look at that and see, this is how I knew they were serious because... Um, they had the horsey police out there, you know. <laughs> what you call them? Say the, again. The horsey police. Let me tell you something. The I black didn't, expo police. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I didn't know IMPD, <laughs> Indianapolis Metropolitan Police Department had horsey police, police until uh, it was Black Expo or Circle City Classic, because that's the only time you see the horsey. Moving police. forward, I will now. Every time I <laughs> see a, police. A, a, a police so officer on a horse, I'm gonna see, call them Black when Expo. When I see police. horsey police, I know horsey they police. the police mean business. <laughs> um, to answer your question, no, they didn't have tickets, and a lot of the people that showed up. Hmm. Once it was sold out, they were still going they to show up. We going to see this show? Yeah, they're going. Because so I blame a lot of those people. Like I, that's not on Travis Scott because no, but there's a bunch of irresponsible people for sure. But historically, that's been a thing at his shows. That's, that's what Astro y'all said. Yeah. So historically, that's been a thing. So people are going knowing that even if they don't have a ticket, I'm they're, in there. They're going to storm and they're going to be there. Now that's when it. The question becomes, and I've seen, I haven't seen watched any videos, but I've seen a lot of commentary back and forth, but. Is Live Nation at fault? Is Travis Scott at fault? Mm-hmm. Or is it a mixture of both? Mm-hmm. Or is it something else? I don't know the answer to well, that. You gotta, I think it's a mixture of everything. I would say it's a, it's a mixture of everything, including the fans. Mm. Well, because because it, you, can't, you can't just absolve the people that are actively... Showed up with no tickets. Yeah, and, and pushing and shoving and right. are rowdy. They low-key mess it up. Everybody messed it up. Well, everybody messed it up, but... Well, you got people, you got a show that big and then you got people that don't have tickets added to the mix. Like, that's a lot, man. 50,000 people. When you're talking, well, I don't know if you guys, there was a documentary uh, about Woodstock 99 and how that just got completely and there was assaults and and sexual assaults and people just. Yeah. A lot of shrooms. Setting things on fire. Yeah. And and just. A lot of rain and mud. Like, you know, the fact that they were charging like. This is ninety nine, charging like eight dollars for a bottle of water, and yeah. it was super hot on this military base. Like the reason there's Coachella now is a re- basically a reaction to the ninety nine. How bad that you know that Woodstock went. You know, I think there was blame put on a couple of artists that didn't deserve it, specifically DMX for some things. And I didn't like that's the, way the that, DMX joint with yeah, the red where, where he got he, the red yeah, on right. He's pr- but you know they made it seem like. He specifically did something wrong. I was like, this is not DMX's fault. So yeah. I think I think the only way you can really put it on Travis Scott if, if is if he's like inciting some sort yeah. of violence. Like if he's or, like, or, yeah. like if, if it was like uh January sixth. Right. But 
I saw a promo record. Kanye West doesn't. I saw a promo video. I saw I saw a promo video for (laughs) Astro World, and it was literally in the video was people hopping over the fence. Oh, to, for real? To oh, get wow, to the stage. I hadn't that seen that. The court, then, uh, yeah, that's not going to look good on are you, the court. Wait, that's in the, that was a promo? It's, hey, it, if you go right now, it was on Astro World's Instagram as a promo. What? Hey, well, as of 12 hours look. ago. That's that not help. a good look that for the legal help. team. Yeah, that Somebody needs help. to take that down. It's way too late now. Yeah, everybody's got it. But to me, I feel like we've touched on a lot of things. I feel like in these situations, we always tend to just put all the blame on the entities rather than the individuals sometimes. And not that I want to say that it's the individual's fault or anything like that, but, or even like the kids that were hurt there. Somebody 10 should not be at a concert. No, like and that's that the guardians. Themselves. That's the parent, yeah, parents, that's, the parents. that's the parents and guardians yeah, regardless. That. Yeah, that's on the you parents. know, you, you should know better if you're going to send your child to something like that, what they're getting into. My child is not going to any concert without me. Like, <laughs> if I was, if, if my child was 10 and they wanted to see Travis Scott, I'm going to the concert too. I, mm-hmm. I can't imagine sending a kid that's 10 by themselves no. to any concert. But that's even a Justin, even a Justin Bieber, or not even 10. a Teletubbies <laughs> no. concert. Like I'm not sending my kid to a Teletubbies concert by themselves. Doing like, nothing by nah. themselves. Yeah, like ten so, years old. But I, there, there needs to be a certain level of responsibility. I think on Live Nation, and, okay. and the concert, Definitely. and and the because if you know that this is going to potentially happen because it's happened in the past, what are you doing to safeguard potentially? Yes. Safeguard it and potentially prevent it from happening again in the future. I think part of it has to go on Travis Scott to potentially like communicate this. Like Mm -hmm. we don't want now. I'm guessing in the future that that will always be. be Start now. Yeah. I, I, no, he gonna I, get, he, he he's still gonna, gonna perform. Chance. Maybe no Astro yeah, World. Yeah, no Astro But it ain't gonna be like it might not be like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Astro World is is closed again now. But it, but yeah. also but also the venue location, right? If you know that this many people are going to show, why not choose a different venue location? Or make because make you sold sure you tickets d- and and like I guess you had more hope or and, and faith in humanity than people who with no tickets were going to show up and yeah. bum rush the you're horses. Not, I don't you're know, not. Man. I don't. I don't think you're thinking about people are going to die at my show. I don't think no, that. I don't ever think you don't go into it like that. Yeah. Maybe maybe hurt or something like yeah. that. But I don't think you're going. to You don't think. go into it like I, that. I don't. Yeah. I don't put any of that on him or anybody mm. realistically. But but there there are certain things that when you are in charge of putting together a concert venue you have to think about how people are going to be situated and what's going to happen in an emergency and how people can move and i don't know there he always has multiple angles too as far as how he sets up his show like even when he was here his stage literally covered the whole floor of uh what's it called bainbridge now yeah so it started the place up for here. the Pacers play. Yeah, yeah, whatever. whatever. But the, the main stage is up here. But when he first came out, he came out pretty much in the middle of the crowd. Mm. So he came out here, and there's a walkway all the way up to the main stage. Then he had a roller coaster in that mug where yeah, he got in the roller coaster and actually rode it. So I mean, he has a he always has multiple things going on as far as his show is concerned. Now, his fans are younger fans. Mm-hmm. And they know what he's about, essentially. Yeah. Now, if if you're not hip to him and you're just coming to a show based off of popularity and somebody say, oh, you need to go check out a Travis Scott show, 
maybe you need to understand it a little bit and safeguard yourself as far as what can possibly happen. Because I mean, th- these are mosh pits and people going nuts. And when you got 50,000 people, it's a lot, man, pretty much in a mosh pit. Right. It's that's dangerous. There's no way a 10 year old should be in the middle of any mosh of that. Like, yeah, I, kids, period. Yeah. I agree. It's a, it's a completely, uh, I don't want to say blameless by any means because I don't, but it's one of those things that's, it's tragic. And I hope that it's used as a stepping stone to potentially prevent stuff like this from happening in the future to some extent. I don't know how that's done. I know that's not my area of expertise. More horsey police. But well, that'll have <laughs> maybe some. Maybe more horsey police or horsey. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, and this this is no nothing ticket, new you get, for return Live Nation. Live Nation are pretty much the only people that can throw shows essentially like yeah. like this. So it's is a monopoly at the end of the day. Yep. Yeah. So what needs to be done about that? So that somebody else can come in and show them how they need to have shows or whatnot. Do we think any of the uh, lawsuits will hold weight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You think somebody's got to yeah, pay? Somebody's getting paid. Somebody always has to pay. Yeah. I seen a video of uh, there was somebody crying about their uh, maybe their cousin or brother or some died at the Travis Scott show and and saying that uh, Travis is responsible for this. Nah. You you just want to get paid at yeah. the end of the day. That's yeah. what that's about. I mean, I don't think it's fair to. To, like you you said we've all said 100% just throw that on him nah that's that's not it um but i also agree with, with like jay moore says somebody going to have to pay it like doesn't have money- to, I, I don't like it doesn't have to be an all or nothing type thing as far right. as accountability like it yeah. can be spread I, yeah. I think it's on a lot of different a lot, lot of different people and he said he's refunding everybody their money back oh great I mean, oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it's a start, but you know, you might as well keep that money because you got to pay it out to somebody soon. Somebody he got, he got money. Yeah. Oh, he got plenty yeah. of money, but you know, it's I don't know, man. It's 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 just it's unfortunate, first of all, but very unfortunate. It, it's gonna and pop I'm, up again. Like this is far from over. Like it's just getting started, and you know, I, I can see more people used to fall out when out Michael Jackson used to walk out on stage. True literally fall out and have to get carried out on stretchers. Yeah. And I haven't seen some people saying uh, uh, mad at Kylie Jenner because she posted a picture of uh, the stage and there's a um, ambulance in the crowd. Oh, uh, these celebrities are so out of touch with reality and blah, blah, blah. It's like, I hate to blame it on a generation. Yeah. But there are so many soft people out here right now and what i mean by that is that there always has to be a blame that's deeper than what actually happened (laughs) i could have innocently taken a picture and not even seen the top of ambulance or some lights in it but you're literally sitting there dissecting it so you're dissecting it and you're coming up with uh, all these reasons now the kardashian family are a little out of touch but you know what we're talking about Things that you're trying to pick and choose from in order to make this incident seem like uh they don't even care what's going on because exactly. of this, that, and the other. I don't I don't blame her at all for for that. You know, I didn't even see that, but you know who I do blame is like the People Magazine. You know, they basically posted a picture of Kylie Jenner and be like, Kylie Jenner's okay. Yeah, it's yeah. like fam. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Kylie now, Jenner was not in now the way not of the time at all. And she's pregnant. You think she was out there in the middle of that crowd? Come on, man. 
Come on, man. Come on, man. So yeah, when 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 Kanye was here for his uh, what show was that where he opened was up? The here? Pablo tour. Pablo. Pablo. Yeah. Travis Scott was in the crowd with us. Yeah. Partying. Everybody was going nuts. So I mean, he that's his energy. Look, unfortunately, there's just a. This happens almost like a generationally, you know. Uh, you know, I remember being from St. Louis where Guns N' Roses basically destroyed um, our version of Verizon, which was really important amphitheater at the time. It probably destroyed the hotel, too. You know, you're talking about if you want to go back to the Rolling Stones and Altamont, uh, you want, once again, 99. Uh, um, uh, Lollapalooza. Not yet. yet not, I mean, not, uh, Woodstock. Woodstock. Um, it's just an unfortunate when you get thousands of people together in a place you know you really got to hope for the best because it doesn't take much for somebody to start pushing or something to happen it's going to happen to where if you have a large group of people where you know tragedy can strike luckily it happens a lot less than it happens more if you will you know i've been to plenty of shows and nothing happened mm-hmm. and been around all these people were able to go in Enjoy the show. Get back to my car or Uber safely. But it doesn't take it doesn't take much for for something to happen, and doesn't. people get to people start panicking, and it herds of people is only different. fifty, yeah. only yeah. fifty or sixty people need to start panicking to turn an entire event into chaos. Yes, and to th- to even uh, when people were saying he should have ended the show. Now imagine him ending the show and people. In other corners all of this, this, you know, that don't know what's going on. Because yeah. obviously, everybody there doesn't know what's going on. Right. These are isolated events or right. isolated areas. Right. So, somebody that's standing over here, they don't know that that's happening right now. Yeah. And so, when I decide, hey, this is over, I'm out of here, you think they're about to just leave peacefully? No. Yeah. It's, that could have got worse. I mean, worse. I mean, I, I saw and somebody. You can't see everything from the stage. Look, I, I you saw can't see everything from the stage. Hey, I, I, I saw somebody say, you know, like, Travis Scott should have done this and should have did this. And, you know, you know, he's in charge of the crowd. And I just think back to, like, times where we're like, we've done festivals and stuff. And, like, if something like that would have happened, like. What do you mean shoot, he should have done? I wouldn't have known what to do with that. Exactly. Yeah. I would have been like, you know, maybe I would have in the moment be like, hey, uh, you know, or something. But. Would I probably still perform? I don't know if I would still perform. That'd be kind of... I've been in, in clubs know. where a fight breaks out, and this is only maybe two or 300 people. Um, and honestly, it doesn't help to turn the music off nah. because when you turn the music off, everybody starts looking at the fight. What's going on? Have, What's happening? 50 was, touring, 50 was doing a club tour when the Get Rich or Die Trying uh, album came out, and he came to the Mecca. Wow. Yes. And he's at the Mecca... And cats get the fight, and he stopped the music. But the reason why he stopped the music was to say, "Nah, let them fight." <laughs> yeah, that sounds like what he said. I'm too. dead serious. He stopped the music. He said, "Nah, let them fight." Make me feel right at home. <laughs> this this shouldn't be funny, but it is. It is um, no because the last show <laughs> I, the, I saw at the Mecca, it was. Halloween night and three six mafia. Man, you can't get more spooky. Hey, everybody yeah. was at the Mecca, man. I'm and telling you. Somebody and they started fighting and then, you know, Juicy J and Paul, they're like <laughs> they're like, hey y'all, hey y'all, stop that fighting. And he's like, stop that fighting. Stop that fighting. They made a song <laughs> yeah. fighting. Stop that fighting. Stop, stop that, that fighting. fighting. Stop that fighting. 
it was just it was it was one for the books. Shout out yeah. to shout out to everybody who's ever been to the Mecca. Hey man, know? that was lovely. Hey Lone, I don't <laughs> don't time. think I didn't catch what you I heard you. Everybody got to fight. <laughs> shout out to Silk. All right, let's squeeze let's squeeze this last topic in before we get out of here. Um don't do that, Red August. So uh <laughs> I think the best thing from that segment was horsey police. Yes. Yeah, shout out to Black Expo police too. Um <clears throat> so the homie Snoop, who actually dropped a crazy joint with Benny, uh, Jada, and Buster, man. It's called Murder Music on, on, on a project he's going to put out. So I think it's more of a compilation, but I'm excited to hear what he does with that. It's a Def Jam release, so shout out to Snoop. But uh, there's an article recently that's been flashing up, popping up where Snoop says aging rappers should get the same respect as aging rock stars. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll read one of the couple of the quotes from this. Um, he says, they don't limit the Rolling Stones. They don't limit those other groups that do it outside of our genre. He says, slow it down a little bit and start put, and start putting some respect on our name and give us the respect. Put some respect on our name and give us the respect that we that uh for who we are. Don't put don't put no time limit on how old we are or what we are because we don't look like the rock look at it like the rockers and say, Man, he got white hair now when he used to have all black hair and now it's gray and now we look old. So Snoop is basically saying what I've been saying for years in this culture, we don't appreciate the older rappers like in other cultures. We don't. And I think it's dope that he actually said that. I've never heard. I uh, think this is, I think that's uh, BS at this point. I disagree hundred percent. Because you know what I, you know, especially now that we're, we're coming, I don't want to say coming out of, but like with uh, the versus era, you know, J- Jadakus and uh, the, and the whole lock, they could go on tour anywhere right now and and get a get a bag. Big Daddy who, Kane. Who, who do you think will go be in the out crowd? And get a bag. It'll be people who watch verses for the first time with their parents and their parents. I think it'll be people like us that's in the crowd. I don't think it'll be. But you know what? Twenty two year olds that are saying, "I love Snoop. I love these guys." No, and we're oh no, Snoop! Them. Snoop is is all world. If Snoop comes to town, yeah. you everybody's going to be there. Have you seen all the advertisements that that? Snoop has under his belt. Oh, Snoop is everywhere. Any, for worldwide. Anytime, anytime Chuck D and Public Enemy show up, it's it, it's 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 packed. Yeah, like I are. I think right now, like there was a, that that definitely was something that was a real complaint, fifteen maybe twenty years ago. But I think now there is such an appreciation, especially with now hip hop artists getting inducted into the Rock and Rock Roll, Roll Hall of fame. of fame and the fact that there's so much access to music. Now these kids, they don't have to go out and buy an LL Cool J record. Do you think they can go ahead and just stream it and have an appreciation? Do you think for kids it. in their twenties, early twenties, we'll call it the first half. You think kids at that age group look at public enemy like kids that listen to rock music look at the Rolling Stones? Well no, because honestly you go see the Rolling Stones, it's it's people my age there. But it's also younger people in there yeah, too. Yeah, because their parents were old. People. Exactly. Old, because, old but you know what? If you you know your parent, if your parents bring you to the uh, the public enemy, or you go see Salt and Pepper, whoever's playing, like these people are doing arena tours with no new music out. Because Snoop is a, to y'all point. Snoop is like an anomaly. He's an international like, he, he's star. Everywhere, you, so you can take you, him over to the side. I think he's speaking for everybody. Rappers who versus him. You know, the only problem that's you know older rappers having a problem is nobody wants to get vaccinated. <laughs> so if you want to keep it a bug, uh, Snoop is bigger than Drake. Mm. You as know what? As, I'm not mad at that. As far as I'm not mad how at his that. influence and uh, uh, recognizability or whatever. 
No, we'll take my, all over the world. My mother knows exactly who Snoop is. If I showed her a picture of Drake, is. she'd be like, eh. Mine too. What'd you think, Long, in terms of, terms of what Snoop is saying here? I like Jay Moore's point because I think that even though I agree to an extent that that has always been the case, mm-hmm. that we are seeing a change in the generations. So, like, for our generation, how old we are, mm-hmm. I could agree with that for the legends that are older than us. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like the legends older than Snoop got that type of praise but i feel like snoop and younger probably will i think it's just going to get better as it as it kind of grows that. you know but, you gotta but if you talk about big daddy kane or rakim when he came here or even slick rick when we opened up for yeah, him you know yeah. the crowd wasn't overly i mean there's yeah. older people you know, yeah. it wasn't a lot of younger people people still you are know. going to go see run dmc i'll go see him yeah but but it's not going to be you know it, it, again hip-hop is like we mentioned this multiple times in the show hip-hop is a younger person's genre and that's what it was built on it's kind of just what it is so it i think i think we're still learning as a culture of hip-hop right to appreciate cool into the but we are we've literally literally had this conversation before in reference to hip-hop growing up we are from uh we were pretty much born into hip-hop the first generation if right kind of re 10, yeah. 15 years, maybe. Yeah. yeah. That before it got super popular. But when you think about uh these artists that came out when we were younger, like like you can kind of go near the nineties. The nineties are are still hot right now, like as far as influencing people what's still, going on. Like you can go to other countries, you can go to other countries, and that's all they mess with is nineties hip hop, nineties R and B. Like that's their only influence is that. So, uh, you can take them, whatever '90s artists or whatnot, even some before that, and do a tour, and it's going to sell out, and people are going to have a good time, and they're going to keep going back to these shows. I think it depends on the artist. I, do, yeah. I, I agree with that. But, but I, but I think I agree it, with that. I but there's it, not like all of these rock bands aren't still popping. You know true. what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, you have anomal- anomalies that everybody are, brings to the Rolling Stones. That yeah. is a special case. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're huge. I mean, I, Rolling Stones. Plus and, everybody else uh, is dead. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. He's Rolling still, Stones. Right, though, Metallica. Right. Like we you know got, what I'm saying? Metallica can still tour. We legit have to talk like about Metallica and Guns and Roses. Bon we have to talk Jovi about the biggest bon Jovi, acts yeah. of their eras yeah. ever. But, you, but you're not talking yeah. about like... Uh, I don't anthrax or <laughs> right or, or those or, yeah you're not talking um, about them boy y'all know, y'all know so many of these dead milkmen you know what I'm saying like y'all I know mean, so many of these groups man I'm sick yeah no, ain't, ain't nobody, ain't ain't nobody going to see Limp Biscuit like that yeah <laughs> I don't know what group do that but I don't want to see them um, <laughs> I don't whatever that is I don't want to go to sound that sound like some fake system of a down okay that's something else is that is that what that is Slipknot would you go see Slipknot You'd have to play it for me. It looks like no. an interesting show, but I'm not going there because I <laughs> know cool. what kind of artist. This kind of goes back to the Travis Scott concert. I'm not going. I'm not going to a Slipknot show because I know what's going to happen at a Slipknot what happened, show. Yes. Not, and everybody wants Similar. to go see Slipknot oh, at 40. People, people are going to be tearing their ACLs but and disco yeah. kicking knees. It's like expected. Oh, they go there for that. They go to get bloody. Kind of. It's, yeah. it's kind oh, okay. of uh, it's They go kind to, of, they go to jump around shirtless. Oh, yeah. for real? Yeah. And body smack each other. Body smack. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know when two like naked stomachs slap each other. That's what that is. Okay. Yeah, but it's all dudes, and I'm not here for that, man. I'm cool. <laughs> shout out to uh, 
I guess Slipknot and body smacking is that yeah, it? Body smacking. Yeah, I mean, okay. If that's what they want to do. That's what they want to cool. do. I, I feel. All right. Then. Yeah, but like we we always bring up these same groups, like you said. What about Meatloaf? Shots and eight. Yeah, I'm cool Me on Meatloaf. I'm cool on Meatloaf. There are some, there are some groups that I wouldn't like. I wouldn't mind seeing like the Red Hot Chili Peppers or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that'd be that. cool. I think that's a group that that can still they tour. Trans- they still rocking? They transcend, though. Yeah, I mean, they they're still, still, still have a new album coming out. They still getting that paper. Yeah. But like, okay. there's, there's a lot of hip-hop artists, I think, that still get their due, and people are going to go see them. I mean, with, with, with the bands that you that you guys are naming, you like that's stay relevant, man. No, you, you have to. But what I'm yeah. saying is the bands that you guys are naming, like or be really, really good. I look at Rakim like Bon Jovi. I look at KRS-One and Public Enemy. They are those guys. That's how we look at it. But you got to realize they, they didn't good. sell nearly as many records. They, sell as many records. they weren't popular like that. Back and then. yeah, the they were they were there was there was a. You were, con- you were still no. confined to okay. We got thirty minutes uh, a week to yeah. play your records, yeah. Yeah. while Bon Jovi gets to get played every forty-five Come on, minutes. Man. That's fair. They That's was fair. doing. Stu- they were doing uh, stadium tours back then, yeah. selling the mugs out too. Yes, and not selling and not basketball. Out. They were doing football stadium. Yes. Tours. So like, Come on, man. even if you whittle away at the football stadium numbers, like yeah. you can get it into a basketball stadium now that's why michael jackson was so important and mike is that dude all right we're gonna wrap it up here we gotta we press for time i appreciate all the support shout out to the chat y'all were live tonight google everything new old heads follow and subscribe wherever you see yep Uh, we appreciate the support see y'all next week peace yep long long